Hey guys, so my name is Lucas Brazier. I'd just like to take this time to talk about um, a paper I recently wrote for my writing studies class at SUNY Cortland, which was Technology Kills. And my thesis for the paper was that social media has a negative effect on teenagers' mental health, lowering their self-respect and increasing their likelihood of mental disorders such as anorexia, bulimia, and depression. So let's get right into it. My first point in the paper was talking about cyberbullying. Cyberbullying is something that happens between two people when one person uses the anonymity effect of social media to bully another person. And now unlike when um, you would get bullied on the schoolyard, at school, and you could walk away and get away from it by going home, now you can't because they use bullies, use social media to continue the attack even when you go home. And that's one of the problems is that people who are being bullied by using social media, they can't get away from it and they don't see any escape from it and then they eventually sadly commit suicide so going right along we talk about how social media is like the bathroom wall and many bathrooms in many bathrooms at high schools there's a lot of written word you know this person sucks this person is whatever and so social media is just like that they can post on your wall they can post on your pictures they can do anything they want and they don't even have to put their real name they don't have to say who they are. They don't have to use a real name. They can use a fake name. So you'll never know who it is. And that's a problem of social media. Going right along is another problem, which is sexting. Sexting is the act of sending inappropriate, usually nude, pictures over the internet, usually using Snapchat. And this act, if you're under 18, is actually illegal. And so Snapchat is allowing illegal activities to happen. While they can't really stop it, they can... That, you know, this is something that's happening under their watch. And so these people send pictures. They think that only are going to last one, three, five, ten seconds maybe. And yet they last a lifetime. They were always there. And they come back to haunt them. And, these, and bullies, people, will get these pictures and use them to harass them. They will use them to embarrass, inflict damage on people. And they bully them using this another problem that is um associated with social media is facebook depression which has just come about and this was a study showing that there's a positive correlation between depression and time spent on facebook so it's kind of like a drug they say facebook is like a drug it's like using nicotine when someone most nicotine smokes tobacco they're addicted to it they and when they stop they can't stop they feel um their body is in withdrawal and they say that this same thing happens to people after using facebook that they can't stop using it they have to log on every day and be constantly using social media and that's a problem we can't be having so many people addicted to social media like this So, to go right along, in um, 2010, $2.5 trillion was an estimated cost of substance abuse. And you might think, well, that has nothing to do with social media. But that's not true, because there's a lot of people who go on social media, mainly Facebook, and look for self-help groups. 
and these self-help groups are run by people who are in the know, which isn't true. They are not professionals usually. They may not even be who they say they are. And these people who are running these self-help groups are telling people who are legitimately depressed and have clinical problems, and they're telling them to stick a needle in their arm, they're telling them to use drugs to get away from their problems. And that is what the problem is. $2.5 trillion in 2010 was used, was estimated the cost for substance abuse. And that was expected to double by 2030. So that'd be $5 trillion in the United States alone for substance abuse. And that could be linked to these self-help groups because that's what people say. You know, they say, go, go use drugs and you will forget about your problems. You'll forget about the police. You'll forget about being harassed. You'll forget about your depression, your bulimia, your anorexia. That's not true. You're just creating more problems for these people to have to deal with. To move right along, I'd like to introduce an article written by Mylene Felt named News Portrayals of Cyberbullying as a Product of Unstable Teen Technology Culture. And Felt uses three real-life examples to show the effects that social media has had on real-life teenagers. I'd like to start the first one with um, a boy named Jamie Hubble, who was 15, who lived in Canada. And they say that, sadly, four youths under the age of 19 are known to commit suicide every week in Canada. That's four people every week. That's over 200 people in the span of a year under the age of 19 committing suicide. That's too high of a number. That is unacceptable, and we need to change that. So to get back to Jamie, Jamie was on social media and was being bullied because of his social or sexual orientation. He would post pictures on Instagram, on Facebook, and people, classmates, would comment on these pictures, and they would just bully him. They would say, you're gay, you're stupid, go kill yourself, all these horrible things, and they're cyberbullying him, and that is the problem. They're cyberbullying him, and eventually it led to him committing suicide. And she moves on um, to talk about another person, Amanda Todd, who was a 15-year-old girl who posted her story on YouTube. She didn't post her face or she didn't say anything. She used cards to read what happened to her. And pretty much her story was that an online predator um, got pictures, inappropriate nude pictures that she had sent to a boy. And she, he had got them. She was, he was a classmate of hers. And he used those to bully her. And so much that she changed schools. And she thought that was the end of it. But it wasn't. What, what happened was that the pictures followed her. And continued. she continued to get bullied at her other school. She continued to not have friends. And to be cyberbullied on the internet from these pictures. And she eventually ended up committing suicide. And now these two um, people, Jamie Hovell and Amanda Todd, both get a lot of news talking about their deaths and what happened to them but a person who didn't would be Todd Lyoke. Todd was a 15 year old who also tragically committed suicide after months of relentless cyberbullying from his classmates. Now like I said he didn't get any news, he didn't he wasn't in the news about it and yet the same thing happened to him. He was bullied by his classmates on social media because of the way he looked, the way he dressed, the way he presented himself. And that is what's the what's wrong with social media. Social media is having these negative effects on people's teenagers, most likely their mental health. And now it's a very sad thing to talk about, and it's horrible. But this is just the reality of it. You have to look at what reality is like. And now I'd like to talk about how social media talk um, uses ads. 
social media, mainly Instagram, looks at your preferences, who you follow, who you like, what you comment on. And they sell that to big corporations so these big corporations can use that information to pinpoint what you would be most likely to buy, what you would most likely want to purchase off an ad. And so they use, you know, if you um, follow a Victoria's Secret model or a model in general, they will use these kind of people to advertise to you and that is a problem you want to know why because people usually girls usually this is a girl's problem or not a problem but what happens with girls is that they will see these um, models and they will think well that's what society deems is beautiful and that's what everyone thinks is beautiful and so they will go and they will try to make themselves look like that with with anorexia they will purge themselves bulimia they will eat and then throw up or they just won't eat at all and they will think that this is the only way to get to what society thinks is beautiful that what social media has taught them is that these models these skinny girls skinny women who are posing in these victoria's secret ads and um abercrombie and fitch ads are what society deems beautiful and that's what they have to be and that's not true we have to a solution to these problems where we have to teach our young to teenagers we have to teach them to be themselves we have to teach them not to compare themselves to other we can't have them looking at instagram and saying well like my i got 50 likes on my instagram post my instagram selfie but my friend got 150 and so she must be more beautiful she must be much more liked so i have to be more like her no that's not true you have to be yourself you have to be who you are you have to accept yourself and you have to be who you want to be you have to be okay with that and another solution to this problem to the problem of social media would be to teach our kids how to use social media how to properly use social media and not to be using it to cyber bully people to be taking advantage of people to be catfishing people that is unacceptable that is not what we want people to be doing with social media we want to be able to connect with people and what we think will be better and um um, a study ran by the International Telecommunication Union said that children from ages 6 to 16 have a 52% rate of owning cell phones like iPhone. That is unacceptable. People at 6 years old do not need to have an iPhone. They That is what's going wrong, is that they, at an early age, receive a cell phone, they get social media, and they become dependent on it. They become, they want to see it every day, they want, they compare themselves, and that's, we can't be doing that. We need to rate, lower that number. We need to stop giving 6-year-olds, 7 year olds eight year olds cell phones we need to stop letting them have social media accounts we need to we need to let that be a teenager's thing or an adult's thing you know we have to teach people how to use social media and to teach our children to go outside to play volleyball to play basketball to play football and not to be dependent on social media not to be taking pictures every five seconds not to be looking at oh who who updated their status who liked my new status who liked my new picture we need to be looking at other things. We need to be looking at ways to move forward and not to be dependent on social media. And now I'd like to talk about my counter-argument with the paper. Now, some people may say that, you know, social media has a positive impact on teenagers. And they may say that, you know, social media allows you, like Facebook, allows you to connect to a lot of people at one time. They allow you to connect to people who are like you, but some of those people aren't who they say they are. And with Facebook, you have to put a lot of information out there to connect with these people. And so 
You are putting yourself out there. You are putting information that would normally not be on the internet, on internet, and on social media. So then people can steal your information, steal your phone, steal your number, steal steal your identity with this information that you're, pos- you're posting on Facebook or on Instagram or on Snapchat. And that is what's wrong with social media. You are allowing people to take advantage of things like that. And some people think that, you know, technology, the advancements in technology are allowing more people to develop careers in uh, computer science and, you know, social media helps them and learning how to use social media or how it's allowing people to get jobs. But before social media, people got those same jobs without social media. They, people were still computer scientists, people were still programmers, people were still designers of websites, even without, without social media. So it's not like you need social media. You don't need social media. You can do these things without social media. I'd also like to move on uh, talking about how Facebook connects people, saying that, you know, like I said, thousands of people, but those people aren't who they say are. They can be fake people, they could be predators, they could be they could be anyone, they could be people who are catfishing, like I mentioned before. And that's just not what you want. That's not what you that's not what's good for you. And I'd like to just thank you for overall I just wanted to talk about how so I talked about how social media had a negative impact and it lowered people's self respect. You know, they compared themselves to too many people. They compared themselves to their friends and that lowered their self-respect using Instagram and Facebook. People gained depression, um, withdrawal from Facebook, depression because people were cyberbullying them. They were using inappropriate pictures to cyberbully them. And, you know, it led to depression, anorexia, bulimia, because these people thought that they had to be like what society deemed beautiful. And that's not true. And social media added to that effect. All right, I just wanted to thank you for being with me and have a good day.